Hi guys. <laughs> We're here. We're doing it. Finally. <laughs> Sound after like that. <laughs> it could have been better. That was so fake okay. happy. Okay, okay. Let's do it again. Let's do it again. Hi guys. It was real. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited about it. I don't know, Shonda. See? I don't know. I think we should start over. No, we're leaving all that on there. So she disagrees with my intro. So let's go. First of all, Shonda just turned into a whole different creature when we hit play. <laughs> She's had two cups of coffees and some bees. They probably just... And the nastiest lingering machine <laughs> I've ever purchased in my life. Don't be fooled by these fancy bottles. Some of this shit is nasty. What, the green tea? Yeah, no, it's lean green machine tea. Oh. Slenderizer. Oh. Yeah, I didn't see that part. I wouldn't have bought the slenderizing tea. <laughs> but it slenderizes because it's nasty as shit. Like, you don't even want to eat nothing else in your day once you have this because it's got your taste buds fucked up. Right. Oh. What's up, guys? It's Ricky and Shonda podcasting live for the first time after numerous conversations about what the fuck we're about to really do. We're actually hitting record and doing it. We're actually doing it. First topic of the day. Pandemic EBT. <laughs> Who's got it? <laughs> Who's got it? Who's got their card? Who needs it? I need it. I don't even know nothing about this. I mean, I knew about it. I heard about it. All the shit, but I ain't got one, and I'm trying to figure out if I'm going to get one. I need to know something about this. Okay, so I don't have one yet, but I want one as well. They are doing this only in California, 360 dollars a month for food because the kids are out of school. And this is going to supplement for the lunches that they would have gotten at school. I think this is a fucking awesome idea, but I need them to keep this shit going every summer. And I'm just trying to understand why the fuck they haven't done this shit for the past 10 summers my kid has been in school. Well, they couldn't figure out anything Could until they? They couldn't. a pandemic happened and all of a sudden their brains started working. All of a sudden shit started working. All of a sudden they got money now. Right. Where's my reparations? Waiting. Hopefully, not the stipulations, or what is it, the stimulus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not right. They gave that to everybody. I need the reparations, because all of a sudden, y'all just got money sitting in a savings account somewhere. Right. And all of a sudden, every, y'all have money to give everybody a stimulus. And I'm not hating on that shit at all. Not at all, because I got my stimulus. I've enjoyed that stimulus. I needed that stimulus. But at the same time, bro, what you making, bacon? Hey, not on the podcast. No. Oh. <laughs> I guess we need our EBT still. <laughs> you need bacon if you ain't got EBT. <laughs> Shit. But all I'm saying is, man, why they haven't come out with these payments before to help people out, man? Just even like a couple hundred dollars a month, man. Like, y'all obviously got the money sitting there. I'm just saying, a little extra boost every month from our government saying thank you for being American could really make the difference in people's lives. Absolutely. We were just talking about how working hard, 40 hours, getting a good income, and still being financially short $500 a month. So we've gone from coffee to wine. This helps me talk. And you brought one cup, I see. It's free. 
Okay, I want a fancy glass too. Oh, I thought you was gonna try to pour mine in the paper cup. Like, nah, my bride. We're adults. We're just having a shot of wine. Okay, so we're having a shot of wine so that we—I mean, we don't really have a problem talking. We drink like a whole bunch, a whole pot of coffee already. But this brings the cuss words. If there's any <laughs> wine companies that would like to sponsor our podcast, please yes. send us a message. Ah. Um, Clink, 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 clink. And uh, let us know because we'll probably be drinking wine every podcast. Right. That is, um, so red is my new thing. I have never been able to drink red wine. You know what you should try? Nobody told me this was the Hennessy of wine. You know what's the real Hennessy of wine? What? Port. Port mm. is red wine mixed with like... It's like brownish and sometimes it could be sweet though. I don't like it. But it's mixed with real liquor. I, um, I, I went to a port chocolate and part and chocolate mm-hmm. valentine's mm-hmm. at the um sugar mill mm-hmm. it was good so, um yeah the darker ones they are really hennessy like yeah like that but i didn't um i didn't drink white then so i asked what i was drinking because i was mm-hmm. so mad that everything was red i don't know why i didn't think that that was gonna I be the like case to taste the red wine all the time man but I'm i don't not, like it either. like I don't think I'm like a big ass wine drinker. Like I'm. I just became this. This I'm is great. Red, nigga. Just give me Carlo Rossi. <laughs> um, top, top of the line wine for me. Well, obviously. And port I, though, I do like port because my friend Shauna, like she goes, she's like, she's like a wine connoisseur, mm-hmm. and um, she goes to wineries like all the time, and so mm-hmm. she's the one to put me on port. Yes. And so like she'll have me like when I used to go to her house and stuff. Um, she got me try all these different wines, but she had me try to pour it. And I'm like, oh. And I've had this bottle of pour cracked that open yesterday, man. Yes. Yeah. I just was like, so at first I started pouring it in a cup, but I was like, you know what? My homeboy passed. I'm going to just drink it out the bottle. Oh. Yeah. You know, it's like that. But, um, pour. Pour is that shit. Yeah. I like it. Um, it is really sweet, though. It is, so, and I'm not that's sure what, what kind it. of liquors in it, but they had uh, <laughs> some sugar or something to it. it well, the sweet. event had thirty different booths, so you got to try thirty different wines. So, so this was like a wine tasting. It was a whole. It was. A I've wine. never been to a wine tasting vineyard event. I know. I feel like I'm not quite grown until I go to one. You're not, and we're gonna See, go. I was hoping for a little bit more. No, you're grown, Rick. No, but no you need to. <laughs> Experience and we're gonna go once we get out of jail, pandemic jail. Oh man! <laughs> <laughs> all it, pandemic, I've been making a list of all the shit that I've taken for granted that I've never done. <laughs> what the fucking deal? Simple shit, simple shit. Like, bro, the only train I've ever rode is the light rail. I'm not getting back on that bitch. No. But I would like to ride the um, wine train. Yes. Yeah, like that. I feel like that's a good train ride. No, like, Old cool. Sugar Mill definitely has events that you can go to. I mean, it's cool anyway if you just go. And they have, it's kind of like the old floor and mall. You kind of go in and it has these little... Bitch, who wants to go to that? But listen, it's like little stores... Footlocker at Florham Mall used to have layway. Bitch. Bring it back. It's like uh you know, like sun it's sunrise and Florham. It's not too big. That's what I'm trying to say. And it was like little brick buildings, you know, you go in. They're stores. And everything got wine? And everyone has a different winery and they grow a different 
oh, grape or a different so type. It's like, so that's what the old sugar mill is like. A you go wine in the grape building. It's like a mall, yeah. A wine mall. And you pay five dollars for each winery that you want to go to. You can't really probably do more than four or five because you're gonna be late. Like, because oh. once you go in there, they give you five pours. When do they open? I don't like know. five pours per station. Yes. Or no? So you go in this one store mm-hmm. and you pay $5 and you don't have to pay if somebody in your group buys it, then they just let everybody drink it. So if you find like, oh, I want to, I wanted to purchase this one. I like this $12 bottle. Then everybody else, they just be like, never mind. Okay. But if nobody does it, then every $5 per person. And then they pour like just this much though of each wine. But That's cool because I'm a little lightweight. Feeling on it. a good one. <laughs> <laughs> Feeling it. And yeah, so then you. Five of these? Right, so you can only do like four of them. So you gotta either one. Most of the time, they have food trucks in the back, so you can sober up and then try it again. And if not, a lot of people bring food because they have a whole big old grass area. You could just bring sandwiches, and but for most of the time, they have the food trucks. So we. And this one, it's way out on the on the Delta, right? Yeah, but it's really not. It's not way out. If you gotta go down like with Freeport, Mm -hmm. get there. And I said it's maybe like. 10 minutes out of Sacramento? Oh. Five, 10 minutes? Yes. Yeah, I feel like I'm not a grown-up yet. Yeah, so I'd be happy because what we do is we take, like, four people, and then if everybody buys a bottle at each one, then we never paid for the drinks. Sign me the fuck up. <laughs> we just buy, come with our bottle. Sign me the fuck up. Right. <laughs> My ass is probably going to buy a bottle at each one. Like. I have friends that buy, they sign up for the clubs to get them shipped. Oh. Once they start tasting, like, oh, so I'm one I want. I don't want to ship because I think, like, drinking is social and I don't really like to drink at home unless it's a rough occasion. Um, pandemic is rough. 2020 is rough. Bitch, I try to avoid drinking <laughs> during the pandemic because I'm like, if you start this shit, man, this time, it's not going to stop. Like, another one of our rainies. It's not the old sugar mill. It's so something else. So there's one and my friend brought me wine and port from them and I think it's called like Too Good Winery. Mm. They're probably at old sugar mill. I, I don't know but I just like the name hella much and I was like 
I want to go here because the name seems fucking cool. Oh, it is actually called Bogle Winery. Um, so I used to go here with another one of my work friends. She's and I loved it. I, you know, I like those uh, events. I love the when the wineries have the events. Mm-hmm. So it was like a dance floor they had, and they just kept pouring and had a million appetizers that I got full on because I have a lot of maybe some mistakes. Let me give some chickens. Chicken mistakes. Um, but. There was no but I like it. I like it a lot. But when I do do go now, I mostly go to old sugar mill. I don't know, I just like that one more. Bogle's a little bit more schnoozier, I guess. Mm. But um what I was getting to is I think because I helped myself to a second glass. I'm going to too. <laughs> um I think because of the pandemic that they're trying to still stay in business. So these are only eight dollars right now. What? At Right what, you got to order them online? No, I went to Rite Aid. Oh, and they have them at Rite Aid right okay, now. Usually right. they nineteen ninety nine. So because it's only eight, I had to get two because I would have paid that amount anyway. So where you at? Next topic. I don't think we talked about the pandemic EBT. So oh. that, uh, we want one. We want one. So if you have free if your kids attend school so it's only school age kids if they attend school they will get um qualify if they have free lunch or reduced lunch for the pandemic etb so do you have to apply that's the mystery it's saying on the online that you should automatically get it but if not you there still is a link to apply for it. it's super simple they're not asking for it's just does your kid qualify? Yes. What's their name? What's the address? Thank you. Here's your receipt. So it's like four screens, literally. Oh. <clears throat> um, so I don't really know. I've seen people post on social media that they got it. Mm-hmm. And people I know you actually know? Yes. That it was up. Okay. So here it is. I'm on the website. It is ca.p slash etb.org and you were supposed to get it by May 22nd if it was going to come automatically no need to apply if you didn't you have until June 30th to apply okay what is it give me the website one more time ca dot p I think I said slash but it's hyphen ebt dot org oh right here All I'm saying is, if they can do this right now, they should be doing this every summer because kids been home in the summer and it's been rough. Right. You know, and this this is just something that, and I'm not saying like they, what, what is it about? Like what, 360, 365 mm-hmm. a month, which is amazing. Like per kid. Per kid. Like, wow. Like food stamps for sale. Like. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, to say it, but you know, hey. But what I'm saying is, like, it doesn't even have to be this amount. But this is something that needs to be given out every summer and to help people out, like, right? Because come on, like. And if you guys are wondering how we are this passionate about it, just to give you background, me and Ricky, for many years of our life, have worked with families and kids in the community. So this is like a serious thing for us to let you guys know schools. what to do we have passion for schools we have passion for kids we have passion for the community 
And we spent lots of years doing that. And so that's where we're coming from with all of this. Absolutely. I mean, because, you know, now it reaches like the lunch and breakfast programs reach way further. I remember like when I was in school, there wasn't no breakfast program. So I no, I didn't have one, and I went to school out here, and so uh, we didn't eat breakfast in my house, you know, and so that that was a thing, and then um, you know, of course, like when I'm raising my daughter, you know, Nikki, she's 15 now, you know, she's had access to um, being able to get breakfast at school, which is awesome, but I mean, I I don't think like people really understand that um, how critical these programs are to be able to provide this food for kids and it's nice to see that even through this pandemic that schools are open giving out meals still yes like you could just pull up get your meal and go and it is such a, a nice thing do you remember that one time we worked the summer program in the park giving out lunches girl bruh <laughs> <laughs> where were we at like at a rancho park we're rancho white rock park white rock park <laughs> and we did the summer program at white rock park and we used to give out those lunches and i just remember like that shit was so critical because of the neighborhood we were in you know and the population we were serving you knew damn well that those kids probably it, some of those kids, you could tell, it was their one solid meal a day. Because they were there faithfully. It wasn't a game. It wasn't, let me see what I could get and what y'all got good. No, serious. No, and you knew. And so, and then, you know, here was the getter too. So, like, I don't know who made up the rules for this program. But, you know, whatever you don't serve, you have to throw out. Right. I don't understand that. Never have understood it. Um, but we would have to throw it out. And it would be... We we really honestly, and we I hope they didn't. Shit. Yeah, I hope they we, don't get mad at us. But me and Ricky was not doing that. No, we bagged that <laughs> shit up separately and nicely and put it aside <laughs> right. and like gave the who do you like here are those extra lunches that we didn't serve that we're not gonna throw away, but we're gonna set them in the vicinity of where they want us to throw them away. But they are clearly packaged in a nice way, so somebody need to come pick this shit right up. Right. Period. We didn't want to lose our job by not doing what we were supposed to do or the program ultimately for the community who really needed it. But at the same time, we're not, uh, we're food. not doing that. <laughs> we're not throwing and, away and, food. And that's the whole thing. Like I, I remember, you know, you parents walking their kids up. You know what used to mess me up too? What? Is you know damn well, some of those parents, they would walk their kids up faithfully and they would get those kids that meal. But it used to fuck me up that we couldn't give a parent. A meal too, right? And, and you knew like I could see a, them sharing, even though they weren't supposed to. When we were supposed to tell them to stop, like the kid maybe not didn't want the carrots or something, and the parent would start eating on it. And yeah, and like who gonna tell you, hey, don't eat the baby carrots? Right. Like, and 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 in the the um, what is it? The neighborhoods these programs serve. I, I think it's it's critical that like even even the parents eat too, yeah. like because if they're not, whatever. If they're decision, walking there and they're Need to bring their kid. Yes, we have heat in Sacramento. We would do these in the summertime, July, little bit of June, July, August. So we're getting them one hundred. If they're doing that and they're sitting out there with their kids, they need it. So I think it's an excellent thing that this pandemic EBT is offered in the summer. One, so parents um, don't have to walk their kids in this million degree heat. And you still can, even if you get this, you still can. They're still there. yeah. But you have that option. When it's 105, 
we got food at the house. Right. And uh, I just think that's a wonderful thing. I, I, but I, I want to see it every summer because uh, even if it's not $360 a month per kid or whatever the hell they're giving out, which is fucking outstanding, I'd like to see something like this given out every summer. Every summer. And just one thing before we get out of this is I'm on the website and because we're in a pandemic, this card can be used on Amazon and Walmart for delivery. Shut up! Yes. Mm-hmm. My sister got eight kids. She only got six at home, though. Right. She needs this. Right. Her so, kid. So if a person just so happens to already have EBT, do they get a separate card? Or are they getting a bonus on their card that they already have? I heard both. I heard before they came up with this that they were putting extra on the ETB cards, but then they came up with this, so they're going to get this in addition to what they were already getting per kid. Okay. That is helpful. Very. That is helpful. Now, what else are they going to do for us? We'll what's see. Up, what's, what's up with the second stimulus? Okay. <laughs> what is can we can we look that up? What's up with the second? Because okay. the first one was the CARES Act, and uh, people were supposed to get their twelve hundred plus five hundred dollars per kid who was sixteen and under in the home, which makes no sense because it should have been eighteen and under. But whatever. Um, oh, I didn't know that part. Yeah. Um, what helpful? I got mine. Hella helpful. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Shout out to whoever put that shit out. Um, Democrats. Hey. Um, but, um, don't judge me, audience. Hey, we're at a time in life <laughs> <laughs> where you better state your association because this shit that's going on right now, it's not cool. Yeah, and if you were writing for this guy, this president, like, it's not even a matter of fucking political party affiliation, it's like. It's a matter of hate or nah. It's a matter of uh, racist shit or nah. But uh, anyway, that's a whole different story. But um, I'm back in a minute. I am. I just want to know if, because the second stimulus is the, um, so the first one was CARES and then this one is Heroes. And then what I read was that they're trying to do like $1,200 per person and also extend it to students and then also <laughs> extend it. <laughs> Thanks for the water. Shout out to Purify. <laughs> um, hey, that's all I could get you in the pandemic. <laughs> hey, bro. This water is clear. It's just cold. But, um, and they're trying to extend it to students and also be kicking bonuses to essential workers, which I think they should have did in the fucking beginning. Like, I get it with the extra $600 a week for people who are on unemployment because here's the thing. Why I think that extra money is important that they were giving to the people on unemployment is because here's the thing. Who don't even fucking know if their jobs are coming back? So, y'all people, if you got that extra $600, I hope you held on to that shit. Okay, so be- <laughs> we're here at a <laughs> topic that we're going to have to discuss. <laughs> okay. She's a, she so- a drum roll on me. I, I, I detect a disagreement. <laughs> I am not mad at all about this um, extra $600. I hope that people are doing all the right things that they should be doing. But when I was watching the news, they're actually, they're not actually having a problem with 
the jobs opening back up is people are not wanting to go back to work because they're getting $600 on top of what they already had, meaning $2,400 extra on what they would have gotten anyway. So they have to make a smart decision. Do I want to go back and stand in the restaurant and take orders and do all this for $1,800 a month? Or do I want to stay home for $4,000? Yeah, <laughs> they're not having an issue getting people. I've seen like, some places open up. I feel like I've been off work. I don't want to go back to work. And I wouldn't I want to I feel like either. they need to design my job to do from home. I come into the office once, twice a week and be like, howdy. I think most of the jobs can be remote now like they, they, they to proved say it for my job that we couldn't do it from home and i'm like they proved it all i'm like no i think that we can i just think it takes some work i think it takes some designing and i think it's a matter of they didn't want to put the effort in but i'm going back to work next week so we'll see what happens there we'll but see what happens there no i mean yeah i i heard that too but i feel like essential workers should have got some bonus money for sure i i think if you were out there and on the front lines of the fucking pandemic every day doing your job especially having to deal with people you should have been getting a bonus instead of getting your regular ass fees slaving away keeping the country running right the people at home are getting the bonus money which is nothing wrong with that which again and that's where my point was going it's nothing wrong with that i'm not no hater at whatever you know, do you get your money and do what you're supposed to be I doing? Out I'm just so. trying to see what's up with me as well. Who's <laughs> an essential? Yeah, I'm an you're essential working. worker, and I do work for a great company that that, that gave us money out of their money. Mm-hmm. Not very much, but it helped me. Yeah, you know, helped me for with that time. So I appreciate that, but. um my job has been so fucking stressful and so hard that it's not even funny. Just dealing with people's attitudes and entitlements and craziness and everybody is stressed and losing. And so they have, uh, you know, a chip on their shoulder, some of them. And that's been hard yeah. to the point where <laughs> I want to be an unessential worker. And here's the problem. <laughs> Well, like, my brother, he works in a food service. This guy is still going to work every night. It's still happening in the thick of it. Mm -hmm. When Sacramento was locked, locked, locked down, in the thick of it, like, he's still showing up to work and dealing with not only co-workers in the restaurant, but the public who are coming through, the drive-through, all that stuff, like... Where's his bonus money for showing up to work? That's what every I'm day. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad that they re- recognize that and they're putting that into the Hero Act um, because it is really hard. I know it don't seem like it, but it is so difficult dealing with um, everybody in the world in their stresses. And I'm telling you right now, I'd be wanting to quit seriously. The good thing that the pandemic has done is it has pushed people's creative mind and i hear a lot of conversation about what not returning back to work because you know and what they can do with that i think yay to my black people they be so creative with everything that they do and i'm just loving seeing that and post post about that and shout out to us 
Shout out to us. Because I'm like, we already knew that, but we've been so stuck in our ways that we haven't been able to have the time to explore that. That's what it is. It's the time. When Mm -hmm. you free up the time. Right. When I'm not stuck in slavery every day to five and you free up my time, I'm free to start exploring those other creative avenues. I'm free to, from this mental chain that it's because work is not just work, man. It is a whole bundle of shit that comes with it, man. For sure. It's, it's the, the, um, what's it called? The commute, the drive. It's your mental mindset, stepping into the office, dealing with people, the personality and the facade that you have to d- put on to deal with people. It drains you depending on your job, not just physically, but mentally as well. And it leaves very little energy. Not saying you so don't have but, it because I have a, a creative, business that I have and I'm a photographer. But you're but the 10%. There are some people that that shit is draining. It's draining. And they I, don't push I, past I, it. I'm draining. I I how long it took me to even get my photography business. I and haven't like, pushed past it. This is our time right now. Right. Pushing, like but. I mean but it's it's mentally draining like and you know I think that if we can design new ways for people to get the work done and make them happier about doing it, why not push towards that? Right. Why not push towards that? Because I guarantee if we can design a better way for people to get work done and be happy, you're going to see an increase in productivity. Period. Right. Like, I'm happy here. Period. <laughs> like, man, I'd have been happy doing my job from home. Even if I, that means I got to come in part of the week. If I can spend part of the week at home where I don't have to have the mental stress of having to drive to work, deal with people, deal with that energy, deal with these work relationships, like that shit, like it puts the, it puts that excess energy in the right place and I can put it into other things to make the world better. And I'm going to play both sides because I have been working from home for six years before this even happened and sometimes you get to a point where like yeah that still is not helping me I still hate this whole life but it has made my life better you know and and easier where I started going to school and I have the time to to do like in between I can do homework or on my lunch I can do homework so it makes my life better being a single mom being able to go on my lunch breaks to pick them up and come back so work from home is great and it does help you <laughs> does help make your life better so um but i know once you start you know once you become spoiled on that then you have complaints about that too but i don't even think it's being spoiled on it man i just think it's what people deserve like get, you know it's here's my thing too like i think especially like you said we're single parent okay i've been a single parent for many many years and in the work is not designed for a single parent to win like at all like it's not designed for because it it's and it's definitely not designed for a single mother to win um you know there's no for many places i i've heard great things about different companies that provide all these different accommodations and really go the extra mile to make family shit work for people who work for them but you know most places don't most places don't care like and you have to work that shit out even if that means losing money that means um 
working extra to try to make up the time or whatever. You got to work that shit out. And I think that we can do better with that. And I think that's part of what this pandemic has showed us is, you know, we, the people want new ways of doing things. We need new ways of doing things. It is 2020, man. It is time to tear down the old regard and be innovative and create new ways of doing things. Absolutely. And that, that, that make people happier, that cater to what life is today, not what life was 50 years ago. Yes, that's the thing is that everything has changed and it, it, we had to get uncomfortable, unfortunately, to make these things happen. So I am happy that the, oh, no, you can't work at home. Yes, you can. We just figured it out. Every company figured it out. Right. And um, and even for the most part for my job, like, even I have a job, like, for most of the people, not my, not my position particularly, I think they still could figure it out for my position. Absolutely. 100%. I think they can. Um, but most of the people, they figured it out for. Yeah. Like, most of the people, the social workers, they they figured it out. Yeah, the, it is figured out. They only need to come into the office if they need to. And a lot of that is for printing stuff because they're not going to run all that <laughs> paper and ink on their own printer. <laughs> I talked to my sister. The other way she was like, man, I go into the office maybe once a week. I go in in the afternoon when nobody is there and I use the printer. And she was like, because I am not going to run it all. All the things I have to print, I am not going to run it on my home printer. And I felt that because that's an expense and it makes no sense. But if, if, if we could do that and people are happier and can get the job done, which means they maybe they can free up a little bit of... of Mental capacity, like you said, uh, to create and be more innovative, man, we can live more happy and fulfilling lives. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. That's and all I, I'm and saying. I, and, and maybe this isn't the right thing. We ain't going back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe this ain't the right thing, but work needs to be pushed down. It's not your priority. It's the, not the your whole life. And your who you want to be and your creative needs to be first. And if they if they understand that, if people can understand, like the powers of be understand this, man. Like we are happy to work. People love to work. We love to get work done. However, however, we got families and we have these other things that are essential and important and we want y'all to act like it's a priority for y'all. Like, it's a priority for us. And if we need to change. We need to change this. And I, I think this pandemic has showed us that we can. Like, I, I, I was seeing something like, I don't know, maybe it was Twitter or something. One of the, the big tech companies, they were like, our employees never have to come back to work a day if they yes, don't want to. I've seen that. But they had to get pushed out of their box to see that this is all possible. But I think that's what that I think that's when change happens. When you're and that's forced. the company you want to work for. Then. Absolutely. Like yes. I don't know what I can do for y'all. <laughs> I don't know what you need Rick to do, man, but I am open to it, man. A, a company that just really like, oh, we kept we kept being stuck in our ways and now we see that it's not Yeah, they don't never have way. to come back and if they don't want to. Let you be you because I really think our generation is just completely different. Like, with like my job, like, the majority of the workers are so stressed out. And I, you know, I work in a, a social work agency. They are so stressed out. They are so overworked. They, it's, it's so much, man. It is so much, dude. And I think if there is anything that can give them any little bit of reprieve. And, and, and they have, they have, 
probably one of the toughest jobs in the world. You know, and if, if there's anything that can give them some reprieve, something, something like look, let's do it, man. Let's do it. And I'm I'm happy that it's being seen, it's being acknowledged. I'm, the pandemic. A lot of people have negative things that go with it, but it was not all the way negative for me and what I've seen. Like, I have never had a vacation. Right. <laughs> and I'm not saying I was on vacation because, don't get me wrong, I've been tied in the house having hella anxiety attacks because I'm one of them high-risk populations. They said it was killing fat people. I'm a little big. And so I was like, I'm scared. You know, but... I'm just saying. At I the same time, we haven't had a mental, emotional break, break from corporate all. social life. And it's provided that for us. It's for me, so much things have, you know, like I'm in the business of kids. I haven't been lately, but because I have to do this other job, but that's what my passion is. And I forgot all about being creative with my kid. And be, it's just like schedule, get up, do this, do that, do this, do that. We've been making forts. We've been watching movies. We've been making pancakes, pizzas. I forgot about all that because I'm on a time schedule. I have to do this. I have to do that. I have to do this. I have to do that. He has to do this. He has to do that. And then we have to go to bed and we have to do it all over again. And I forgot about that. And so just the, he's never going to forget this part. No. And I say like for me, man, like it meant so much to me from to be off work during this time, especially when my daughter had to transition and her first year of high school had to transition to distant learning. To be able to be there to help her get set up with that. And even before they came up with a plan. Because our district did not come up with a plan. At first I was like oh no hold up. I do this. I had to go back to all the years we was working with them kids. And I was like I do this. I know what to do. And coming up with these plans. And then it made it so I was more attached to her education. We eliminated the gap between me, her, and school. To where I'm in the mix and I know what she knows now. Right. And I, I, I can evaluate everything and I can see that for my daughter, like, she's doing way better with distant learning than she was her first semester of high school because I don't know, it was some bullshit. Like, every day I was having to come home and hear about who did what, who said what, and I don't even care about them kids like that. <laughs> Damn high schoolers. Like, it was drama. I was like, who we got to fight? What is going on? Like, <laughs> so for me mentally to not have to hear that shit every day, <laughs> like, bro, you are not focused. It, I mean, it is, it, it's amazing. Like, um, but she's just been more focused with her, with her school, man. And for me to be able to be home and be a part of that and be able to help her with this, like, has meant the world. So I'm just saying, we, we, we're not going back to the old way. We need to figure this shit out. We need to fix it. So family is is the forefront. So these other things in life that we always act like matter so we can prove that they actually matter. We need to design a new way of doing things. And I'm happy to see that evolve. I'm, I am, I know I keep saying the generation, but I really do think it is us. Like I think it's millennials and Generation Z that's pushed that. Pushed like. Who is every, Generation Z? Behind us. Are they G? X? They're G. So who the hell is we? We're millennials. We, I am not a millennial. You are a millennial. I am not a millennial. You are I a millennial. I was born in 84. I You're a millennial. I am, not, I am an 80s baby. 
I am not a millennial. You are a millennial. What what is a millennial? Can you look this up right now? Yes. So now I know I need to have my laptop with me. Because you got me fucked up calling me a millennial. Millennial is a proud thing to be. I don't no, know it is not. No, the old people want you to think that it's not. It is. Bruh, I am from 84. We are freaking millennials, man. Can you look this You state, state the business right now. What are the birth years of a millennial? 1980 to 96. Who just made this shit up? It's on Google. It's been here. We've been this. No, I thought we were like Generation X. No. Who was Generation X then? Behind us, 96. Them 21-year-olds and 22-year-olds. No, they're not Generation X. Look that shit up. I think, no. Fuck that. Okay, sorry. It's called Z. We're, We're saying the wrong name. Okay. Generation Z is 95 to 15. They sound like some old Dragon Ball ass Z. Them pill popping lean serpent ones. Those is the Z. <laughs> we are. <laughs> hey, look. We are the millennials. Little, we, in one of my little Facebook groups, right? I got one from high school called We All Went to Highlands, right? And so I posted a post like, hey, everybody in their 30 something post a pic. Everybody in their 20 something post a pic. Nobody posted a pic in their 20 something. And then everybody was like, blink, blink, blink. I was like, oh, they don't want to post a pic because they still on them drugs. <laughs> <laughs> they not looking too but good right now. You guys. I'm, I was just about to give you a compliment. So, but, y'all. No, I think it's because <laughs> we, we are millennials because we started the internet. We started the phone, smartphone. We started, we started the change. We did shit. Yes. Because we got some of that old school and new school. Like, right. I appreciate my phone so much because I didn't have one before. <laughs> and I appreciate the internet so much because I didn't used to have it. Yeah, so we're so, the ones that came with the social media. We came with this. We came with all, everything on, like, the PowerPoints, the Zoom, this, all, that's our like shit. new kids, they don't appreciate Well, they came shit. with Zoom. No, that's cute. But <laughs> these new kids, they don't appreciate shit. Like, I be hella mad at my daughter because... She be having bogus ass questions. Yeah, see, that's that bullshit. And she be having bogus ass questions. I'm like, bruh, you got a phone. Huh? What? Well, I didn't know what was going on. I don't know. The baby was coming to the table. I don't know what was happening. Oh, this us. Yeah, we could get I could get used to this. We just I'll sponsor breakfast next time. This is gonna get no pandemic. It's gonna be okay. It's gonna be alright. We got eggs and shit and bacons and Jams and eggs and this this Negro went in there and made sausages and shit. I didn't even see the sausage being made. Um, I forgot what we was talking about. I'm gonna make this plate. Uh, can we stand by for a commercial break? This uh, pandemic EBT uh, podcast is brought to you by eggs and bacon, straight from Shonda's kitchen. No, but um, so we brought that, and, and I had a meeting at my job actually about that. Mm-hmm. We got a fork, so I'm grab this bag in there. We had to have a um, a training because the older generation was mad at us and, and mad about getting those calls, and they oh, were definitely. they had to really teach people how to work with us. And we are a little bit, I don't want to say entitled, but you because we're so in, we brought the internet usage up mm-hmm. we could we google everything so you yes. can't tell us nothing that brings me back to my daughter you can't so, tell us nothing like. i'd be hella irritated because of the fact that i'm like you have the whole inform the whole the power of all the information everybody fucking knows in the palm of your hand because you have a cell phone 
and you asking dumbass questions. Like, this is all I do every day. I'm not saying, because she's a kid. Kids ask questions, and they ask them questions. And I appreciate her asking questions. What I don't appreciate is her not looking shit up. Like, bruh, if they had this level of cell phone and internet when we was in high school, then come on, man. Right. Bro, come on. Come on. That's not even a thing. Like, there be, come on, man. There were, there, like, today, like, I totally, like, fucking, I look shit up all day. All day. Yes. Like, if there's something I want to know, I just be like, Google. And I look that shit up. And then I find out 10 other things that I would like to know also. Yeah. Like, and it is awesome because I, but I also know what it's like to not have that shit. Right. Like, I was Encyclopedias and have to really go to the library and shit. Like, I don't even think they have encyclopedias no more. No, it's online. Like, yeah. Like, they don't even have the book. Like, they don't have the book. And and that's the whole thing. But I remember having the book. Yeah. Libraries are coming extinct as far as research. And it We had to really go to the library for research. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I had to read. I had to write. I had to, Mom, we need to figure out a way to get this book because I have a report. We have to figure this out. And I was there for dial-up when you had to pay for internet service. When you had to pay for, what was it, America Online. And if you didn't have the money, you didn't get no internet. And that dial-up was like the little man walking across the screen for hella long. <laughs> and you remember, you couldn't use the house phone neither. And that shit was stupid because I come from a family of four kids. So, it, you know, my, my sister, she was out early, my oldest. But, you know, it was Billy, Tommy, me, and Johnny. And that was some bullshit. Bullshit. Bullshit because you couldn't even be on the internet for long because you was getting peer pressure in the house because phone calls and shit was coming through. So mm-hmm. that was that was not happening. Mine was used to knock out because of a um call. And the computers was janky too. Right. Like what the fuck? Like he couldn't do nothing but walk across the screen. Mm-hmm. Like that's all he had access to do. Man, the shit was like green and black and shit. I don't man. So I know you were just upset about finding out you're a millennial. I thought you was going to bring up that other thing on Ancestry. <laughs> We're not talking about that. <laughs> no, that's the secret. I'm going, I was going to my grave. I will never. <laughs> Tag me on Facebook. Mitch. <laughs> nope. Shonda, let out my secret. We is not friends. <laughs> and all the rest of y'all who's under 40%. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. With y'all. Did you see the look I gave you like nigga what? <laughs> what are you about to say? No, <laughs> you're mad about the millennial shit. <laughs> That's it. That's all I'm going to. <laughs> but I really do think that we brought change. We are I still don't want to be called a millennial. I love it. I love being called a millennial. This whole time, I didn't know I was a millennial. I didn't yes. know what generation I belonged to, but I did not think I was a millennial. We the ones who changed the game. I mean, I get it. I am a game changer. I understand that shit in my core, but I didn't think we were called millennial. Yeah. So who is Generation X? Is that the generation right before us? No, after. Oh, wait. No, look that shit. I don't think so. Oh, before us is, yeah, it's our sisters. Oh, okay. Yeah, they ain't right. What did they do? Nothing. That's why. We don't even know what letter they X. <laughs> Bye. I know. Generation, I don't know what the fuck you did. I know. No, their generation is kind of skipped over. Because the baby boomers, those was the kids, those are people who's, who thought it was cool to have six, seven kids. 
It's not popping. Yeah. <laughs> not in our not millennials. We like one or two. That Fuck is out of here. Because <laughs> yeah. they made everything expensive. <laughs> right. I'm not gonna be subjecting my womb to that type of trauma like that. What the fuck? And we gotta work. And I gotta work. The baby boomers and didn't I have to. I do it by myself. Mm-hmm. Because at some point, we raised a whole generation of bitch-ass dudes, too. That was the ex. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Mine's a millennial. <laughs> no, but he came from an ex, probably. No. His mama ain't an ex. His mama old like my mama. She a baby boomer. Oh, yeah, mine, too. Okay, so I don't know if they did. I don't know, but I just didn't. That's news. This is news to me. I didn't know we were millennials. I thought it was somebody else. They've been hating us. We we part of Black Lives Matter. They hate us and and millennials. I, I was mad too. Like damn these millennials. <laughs> damn millennials. They don't know shit. No. I didn't know we was me. <laughs> No, we gotta be mad at Z. Talk, I know he was talking about me, man. No, Z is the ones that. Well, they yeah, they not shit. But I, so, what does Z go to? What does Generation Z go to? Z is the ninety-five to two thousand. Okay, so then what's after that? Cause good. That's it. Ain't Nikki was born yet. Nikki was born in two thousand five. I know. She's not a Z though. She is. I thought you said two thousand. It's two two thousand. No, ninety-six to two thousand. No, it's got to be further than that. Like 10 years or something? Yeah. Hold on, let me find out what they are. Hold on, guys. I'm doing research. I want to make sure she'll fall into that now she category. She is. No. So 1995 to 2015 is Z. For, oh, so they have to be yeah. from 4 to 24. They don't have a number for 4 and under right now. Mm, well. So she's part of that group. I think the tail end of that group might be better. At least my daughter. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm just saying that. I'm just saying that too. But let me tell you about her generation. No, I'm actually happy. I'm actually happy because we we just didn't come from that era. And we can see that on the news right now. Our ancestors, everything that happened to them hurts us and we are them. But we not saying yes, sir, yes, ma'am. Who the fuck is you talking to? (laughs) We're different. Like, who's you talking to? Period. And we're just completely. It, this is that has to stop. It has to stop. You know what I appreciate, man. Now that we're all millennials here today, is um, especially what's going on in the news right now today. We're talking about like George Floyd mm-hmm. and this whole uprising, and people calling it a riot. It's a revolution right now. Um, that's what this shit looks like. We watch it on the news in other countries. That's this is what the fuck it is. Um, is that this is a black and white issue, but it's not a black and white issue. I've seen hella it's white hella people. Hella people. I mean, I see hella Indians. This, this I see hella Mexicans. Everybody is out there. The millennials right is not fucking around. Like, no, they told us in school we was equal, and that's what we believe. That's what the fuck we is. You got <laughs> like, us fucked up. You got us fucked up. Everybody out there, and. My non-black family and friend members, whoever, family members and friends, so I got this breakfast in my mouth, but they mad as fuck right now, too. And they know we hurt, and we've been hurting, and, and, and I'm so proud of my friends and family members taking a stance like, fuck that shit. We are, we are not going to do the shit, because, yeah, they told us we was equal, and motherfucker, we're cashing in on that shit. Mm-hmm. You got us fucked up. In school, up. they said, we're, every, everything's gone. 
we're all equal. Everything's fine. The only reason we found out we wasn't equal because the camera phone existed. And then we was like, hold on. Wait, what? what's happening? Especially, I know we're a little bit more tainted in California because they really make us believe everything is everything. Yeah, California is better than other states. Don't give a fuck. Yeah. I'm just saying, some of them I don't laws, know why she said that to y'all. <laughs> <laughs> y'all do got shitty weather and shitty Mexican foods wherever you're at if you're not in California. <laughs> Y'all might not have no good Mexican food. This shit is real because this is Mexico, bitch. We are the truth. We are the fucking truth. Shitty weather and shitty And it's levels to our Mexican food, right. man. Like, you gonna get a couple different styles in this motherfucker. Sorry. Like, shit is delicious. <laughs> shit is delicious. That's what I'm saying. Like, every time I go on a diet, I be like, I can do this, this, and this. But don't include that fucking Mexican food. Like, that shit is not it. There's nowhere. You cannot tell me Idaho has good Mexican food. You cannot tell me Wisconsin. Look at that. It's, it comes from here. And if you know a place with great Mexican food, not just Please good. email us. What's our email, email address? That's debatable. Hold <laughs> on. I, I don't know that yet. But you can, you can message us on Instagram because this shit will yes. be there. Messages like Period. And that's not even the whole definition. That's how it starts. We are, though. I I'm not it. saying our other pre- people was in the past. They just follow the rules too much. And we don't. And it's like, man, you got to prove to us. No, because I Googled it. And what you saying, how how did you get that? That's how our attitude is. My mom and them's attitude is not really like that. It's just, yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. I understand. That's whatever you guys say. My dad, too. No. That's not where we come from. No, I'm proof, right now. Proof me that. I told you earlier, like, my dad, the same way. How are you saying about your mom? And then, especially on issues of, like, when race shit comes up. Just like, wait, hold on. But this shit here, with this uh, Big Floyd shit, and he was like, wow, this shit's fucked up and has to stop. Mm-hmm. Very. Bacon delicious. I don't even know what to say about that. Because I don't even want to go into it because it's so fucking heavy. I'm so emotional about the shit. Me too. And then we drink this wine. So we're both water signs. We might start crying. Are um, we both water signs? We're both water signs. Cancer Pisces. We're going to say you're crying. <laughs> we're going to say you're crying. I'm forgetting you a cancer. And go the fuck off and cry. <laughs> That's why we're good friends. Right. <laughs> it's unbreakable. Sit here and cry. That's why. That's why my baby dad is a cancer man. I know, and you hate him and love him. I know. At the same time, that's why he's my cousin. <laughs> and mine is too. It's cousin Corey. <laughs> What's poppin', Marcus? <laughs> I just be having to act like he's not my baby dad. He's just a family member, one I don't talk to all the time and don't like at the time. But right. I gotta love. Right. <laughs> oh man. Well. I think we had a great first episode. Yeah. Shout out to us. Shout out to the first episode. Shout out to actually getting shit done. And I hope it's still recording. Mm-hmm. Okay, wonderful. 
just don't know how long we had. We did hey, man. Like, damn near a fucking hour. Um, like we mentioned earlier during that commercial break, this episode is brought to you by Eggs and Bacon, Shonda's Kitchen. Yay! Bubble. Wine from Bubble. <laughs> Shit is great. I'm probably going to have to get some of that. Shout out Clarksburg, California. And, um, yeah, we're, um, we're Ricky and Shonda, and, uh, Thanks for staying tuned. We're out. Peace.